Well, last episode, if you guys listened, which I hope you did, to Faith Part, whatever, I don't know what we called yeah. it, Faith Part <laughs> 1, whatever, our faith journey, our story of our falling in love with Jesus, you talked about getting an iced coffee with cold foam. Yes. And I went for it, and it's, you were right, it is so good. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the best. It's like really kind of confusing as you drink it. And it's great for spring and summer. It is, and it's different, and yeah. I just felt really like bougie asking for it, because I, I like, I feel like I want to look around the line and be like... Y'all won't know about this, with but I do. On top. I'm just going to get it with a little bit of Ariana Grande <laughs> on top. Thanks. A little bit of cold foam. Um, I am also drinking that, but it's an iced coffee, unsweet. It's my huge. Iced coffee, unsweet, a little almond milk, add cold foam on top. Yeah, you love that almond milk. You are oh, almond milk. I am. <laughs> I'm Amanda is almond milk forever. <laughs> I don't, I actually don't know if you know this about me, but I will not drink whole milk now, like in anything. No, honestly, I really, I, I hate it. Well, I get it in some lattes sometimes because for me, you don't mind the almond milk taste. Like, you I, feel do, like yeah. I feel like every latte, if you get almond milk, it tastes just like almond milk. Like, that's all it tastes yeah, like to me. That's true. That's true. But, like, the idea of having milk, actually, someone the other day, I was right in a songwriting session. And they made cookies. The, the wife did. It was really sweet. And the writer I was writing with was like, do you want some milk? And I like gagged. And he was like, I'm sorry. Who are you? And I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, to be honest, Am like, I, I haven't newborn? had a cup of milk in like a hundred years. Like, I don't even know people. I was like, you're just going to drink milk? And he was like, yeah, people have been doing that since the beginning of time. I'm like, I was I'm like, sure That's people true. do, but I cannot. Uh-uh. I felt so basic. I was like, oh, I don't drink milk anymore. I only drink milk if it's with a side of coffee. I only drink milk if it's drenched in espresso. <laughs> So, wow. anyways, fun fact, yeah, I just don't like the taste of it. It's not like I'm like, oh, oh, it's bad for you, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not a health thing. I'm like, I genuinely have had almond milk for so long that the taste of whole milk makes me want to gag. So, I mean, I guess I I have milk because I eat cheese, which I love. Oh, yeah, you know, I I love cheese. I love dairy things, but just like the really only, The only dairy I feel like I eat is cheese. What else is dairy? I eat yogurt. Yogurt, you're right. And sour cream. Okay, and all dairy cream. but milk. Okay, and ice cream. <laughs> Never mind. Forget that. Um, moving on. Amanda and I were discussing that we're going to share. We're going to let you guys into our friendship for a second. This is like coming into the fold of what it's like to be friends with Cammie and Amanda. It's really funny. And I'm just going to go ahead and preface this by saying that if – if this hadn't happened multiple, multiple times, I would be like, Amanda, you're being dramatic. Like, don't share this. It makes me sound like I'm Regina George and you're Gretchen Wieners. But However, happened, it has happened so many times that, like, well, it has comical. to be said. It's comical. We have to share this. So I'm trying to think of, like, the – okay, so the first time this particular thing has happened was probably, like, a year ago or so. Maybe even more. Maybe, like, two or three. We were yeah. getting our nails done, and it never failed that every time Cammie and I would go to get, like, a mani-pedi – she would get the person that was like overly friendly, was like, What can I get you? Would you like some white wine, red wine, water? Like, like giving me an extra massage. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, paraffin wax. Here's it's on me. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Heated neck pillow on me. Everything. <laughs> and then here comes my friendly, not so friendly person. <laughs> and I'm like, um, like no, not talking, just goes straight down, like starts to file my toes, like do do the job. Just like focus on their work. Is there to get the paycheck, and that's about it. And 
I have to be like, excuse me, oh, um, excuse me, can, can, I would like, I would love some white wine. Um, excuse me, um, I'm bleeding because you're like, you're really clipping my nails like, and it hurts, and ow. Yes, and I always get the really rough, like, massage therapist or whoever they are. <laughs> too. And they, like, I'm in like, excruciating pain. Like, you should really enjoy a pedicure or a manicure or a massage. And I get the person that I'm like, I'm going to have bruises in this And I'm like living my best life and I look over at Amanda and she's like about to cry. (laughs) And I'm like, sorry. Or, okay, so Cammie will like have a conversation with them. They're besties by the time their like mani-pedi session is over. And I've tried to make conversation and like multiple times it's been like no answer. Like, I'll be like, oh, what's your name? crickets (laughs) crickets cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'll be like so how was your day silence <laughs> so many times and then I'll just go okay and okay. then I'll just look over at Cammie and we both know what's happening it's the curse of I've gotten the worst like person that works it, there at the honestly, salon honestly again like and Cammie's gotten this the best happens like almost every time without fail <laughs> and not okay so it's not just our nails so let's tell them about let's see what's the other one that well, happened recently most recently we were meeting with our sweet intern hannah of <laughs> hannah montana our intern duo our which we can discuss at a later date we have the best interns they're so great but we're meeting with hannah and amanda gets to our coffee shop earlier than me and she like first of all the coffee shop in that it was a really cute shop but it was just that was not its finest hour like no. the music wasn't working so it was completely the Wi-Fi silent was down. I Wi-Fi get was down. in first of all I get in like 30 minutes before Cammy so I'm like oh this is gonna be great I'll like get our table prepped like I'm gonna have some time like this is this is wonderful I walk in and the very first thing the woman goes oh our Wi-Fi is down and I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, not a problem thing. And she'll be like, but it'll be up running shortly. But that never followed. And <laughs> Nothing to be said Then she that. was like, oh, because our Wi-Fi's down, our music's down. So it's like you can drop a pin and everyone's going to hear it. So that's kind of how – that's the mood. That's like the tone we were setting for the meeting. And then I see a man sitting at the bar with this, like, beautiful glass coffee mug. And I can, like – I know exactly what he's drinking because you can see – Every piece of it around, you like the beautiful. You see the phone. You see the yes, coffee. You see everything. You and basically taste if it. If you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you know that I really appreciate visual things. And so that glass coffee mug, I was like, this is going to make everything better. I'm. This is the redeeming on this. quality yeah, of this, this coffee. Yeah, this is the shop. redeeming quality. And so I asked for the latte that I ordered. She's like, yes, we'll be right back. Goes back, <laughs> comes back, <laughs> and she sets down the ugliest white. <laughs> paper mug with no logo like nothing this is just like a white plastic Plain mug for a walmart very nice coffee, coffee shop cup. yes which would be fine if i was getting coffee from walmart but i wasn't i was in a very nice coffee shop and i was really looking forward to every aesthetic i was going to experience and she brings in this white paper mug and just sets it down in front of me and goes oh by the way we're out of glass mugs and i was like <laughs> <laughs> okay so I, t- I literally I was like this is happening this is our day like this is gonna be how the day goes and so I sent Cammie a picture so I'm driving there yeah. and I'm getting like all these updates and I'm like picturing <laughs> like she's like the ladies being kind of rude to me like just, I'm getting the whole thing and I'm like oh no this is like horrible and I feel so bad because I picked the coffee shop of course so I walk in 30 minutes later the lady greets me so friendly. She's like, hi, welcome in. And I'm like, hi, sweet friend. Sit down, order a latte. We're having great banter. Amanda's just looking at me like, what the heck? And then I order my latte without any word spoken. What do I get delivered to me but a glass mug with my latte? With her latte in And Amanda it. just stares at me with this, like, death stare. And I'm, like, trying so hard not to, like, lose it laughing. And I didn't even ask for a glass mug. Like, nothing no, had been no, said. No, that's the thing is Cammie wasn't like, hey, my friend said you're out of glass mugs. Is there – do you – have you washed some more? Like, do you have any more back there? 
all she did was order a latte and it came out in the mug that I originally wanted. And it's so funny because there was no one else in the coffee shop. So she easily could have, like, she had time to say to you, like, oh, we washed them. Or, like, explain why I got one and you didn't. Right. Nope. Nothing. No. Just And then right after that, the guy, the manager comes over and he's, like, apologizing to me for the music. He's, like, trying to make it work. (laughs) Sits down, talking. Yeah. No. Oh, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. So and I'm then, just going to say favorite eight fair, y'all. Sorry, Mandy. Favorite eight fair. I have to end it, though. You would think, like, okay, wow, we're really believing you these two stories. I have one final short one that is a must. We're at another coffee shop. I don't even know what you're going to you know, say. You know where it's I going. Do? Oh, okay. There. We're at another coffee shop, and I see this guy kind of, like, in the corner of my oh. eye. <laughs> now she knows what I'm talking about. I see this guy, and he just keeps looking over at our table. And I'm like, does he, like, oh, my gosh, does he recognize us? Are we famous? Are we famous? Basically basic? Does Hello? he know? Is he a BB? I don't know. And so he keeps looking over at us, and I just keep thinking, like, what is this dude going to do? Like, does he want our number? Like, I'm confused. So he walks over, as he should, because he's been staring long enough, and he walks over and beelines straight to Cami. I was non-existent at this point. <laughs> I think I, he, like, actually, like, Almost like elbowed you. No, it was literally like turn his back toward, like turn his back to me so that he could like very much face you. And he was like, hey, I'm so-and-so. What's your name? With like the most intense eye contact I've ever experienced. Oh, I was yeah. like, what is actually happening yes. right now? And so I'm kind of just standing there like, um, do I need to like, is, am I the third party now? Do I need to leave this date? <laughs> like I'm confused. And I'm sure Steven would really appreciate you leaving me with some <laughs> random dude. And so she just goes, oh, I'm Cammy," And then. He literally was like, cool. I don't, I honestly don't know what his It was weird. Was. He like was looking at me. He was like, my name's, I don't even remember. Blah, I don't blah, remember blah. And I was yeah. like, I'm Cammy. Nice to meet you. And he was like, cool. Cool. And, and then like, like gave me like this like sexual eye contact. And yes. I'm like not having it. And, and then he just then, got up and And then he just away. walks away. Like nothing. So this comes from like plenty of times of the favor ain't fair happening over here. And as he's walking away, I just go, and my name's Amanda, in case you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> and then we both. Just start dying laughing laughing. because I'm like, how is this always happening? Like, the universe is against me when Cammie and I are together. It's like, let me show you who. It's like, what is going on? So, honestly, if I'm having a bad day or feeling down, I should just hang out with you and be like, can someone just come give me some attention? Thank you. It's actually, it's so funny. I don't know what it is. It literally only happens when I'm with you, and it's so funny. It only happens when I'm with you. I I don't walk around getting like special attention unless I'm with you. So, thank you. So, now it's it's just like this running joke, or if like, I needed something that came, you go get, like, you're going to obviously win in this situation. Like, you go ask, you go do it. Like, and again, normally I'd be like, I mean, I know, but actually now I'm like, okay, yes, okay, let yes. me, I have you. So guys, we're just letting you in to a little bit of our friendship. Um, you know, it's great because we can support each other. And yeah. I support Amanda by asking for glass <laughs> mugs for her when she doesn't get them and I do. And she supports me by building my confidence. Yeah, so, I build Cammy's confidence. And you know what's so great is mine doesn't go down because I know who Jesus has called That's me to right, be. That's right, Amanda. So which, I don't even question what these people are delivering you paper mugs. You don't let them mugs. bring you down. Yeah, I'm not a paper glass mug. Glass mug, paper mug, I'm I know where I stand. Mug. I'm a crystal glass mug. Thank you very much. And that leads us right into our podcast today, which we're talking about ways to build up your faith. Yes. Okay. So if you listen to last week, we kind of talked about just the beginning stages of our faith journey, how we grew up, like some pivotal moments in our faith. And so we thought it would be cool this week to just kind of share where we feel like God is leading us and where he's calling us. And then we've shared this before. Um, maybe on the podcast or just like via Instagram of just like some of like the tangible resources that we use when it comes to growing our faith. 
So Cammy. So let's do it. So actually, this is cool because I was talking to my friend Grace. Hey Grace, shout out. Which I didn't even know she listened to our podcast, but she goes Aww. to my church. And she was saying that she listens to my podcast. And I was like, that's awesome. I love how I just called it my podcast. You're not in it. My podcast, basically. Favorite ain't fair. Favorite ain't fair. And she was saying, I was asking her, I was like, what are some other episodes we could do that would be interesting to you? And she was talking about how she loves when people do like hauls, like YouTubers, when they're like, I went and got this, or this is my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I feel like this is our favorite thing, faith episode. Yes. Of like, what are the things that we, the tools that we feel like God has equipped us with or things that we've realized that really help us grow yes. in our faith. Um, so true. So where we left off last episode was that I just said that I had encountered the Lord in end of middle school and then had another radical encounter with him post-college. And then really since then, I feel like once you encounter the Holy Spirit and you realize you have this like advocate helper, which I think actually the word for Holy Spirit is like helper. Uh, yes. In the original right. Greek. I don't yes. know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it really is like this helper and for me, it was this revelation of like, okay, God is speaking all the time. How can I like tune in and listen mm-hmm. and then take what he's saying and use it to build up my own faith, but also build up the faith of those people around me. And so I feel like every, it kind of changes like in different seasons. I really like, I would love to say that, you know, counter Holy Spirit and it's all been like fire since mm-hmm. then. I'm just like setting people free, like breaking off chains being the best but like Mm -hmm. honestly like healing the blind I feel like the Lord was really faithful because he gave me this helper in my time where like I think from that point forward has been like really some of the most trying times Mm -hmm. of my faith um really high highs I feel like I've really seen God do miracles and like even just use me in ways that I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe like I've gotten to like speak that over people or just have seen him be faithful through my life but then at the same time some of my lowest moments of really questioning, like, God, where are you? Because I think what happens is, is when we know God is a miracle working God and we really believe and see him be faithful, I think at least for me, the temptation is to then expect that, which is what you want. You want right. to pray and expect and believe. But right. then I think for me, my struggle is like, I've really known God as a friend, but I forget mm-hmm. that he's He's my friend, but he's not my peer. Yeah. Meaning like I know him intimately and we're he's closer than a brother, like he's my friend. Jesus is my homeboy, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I forget that he's also God at yeah. times. And he also, like, in that, he is he doesn't think like me. His ways mm-hmm. are higher. Mm-hmm. He has a bigger picture and a bigger plan and a bigger mm-hmm. kingdom. And he's not a genie. God, like I said last week, like, he really is a God that we're going to pray and contend and believe for things. But mm-hmm. he's not always going to answer prayers the way that we want them to. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, like post getting to know the Holy Spirit, I started like hearing words of knowledge for people or getting words of encouragement for people or praying for people for healing and seeing people get healed. And like, it starts to be like, oh my gosh, like God, you're real and you're using me. But then the expectation was like, well, now when I call out something, it should happen right away. Like if I pray for something, it should, it should happen. It's almost like a high. Like if you're like, okay, God has like, I've seen him do this like X, Y, and Z so many times that now how can he not do it? How can he not? Yeah. And I think it was like almost like I got almost a little like Holy Spirit cocky in a weird way of like, mm-hmm. God, you're going to, you hear me, you know me, like you answer my prayers. And I think God was really faithful to show me and kind of like build up my confidence of like, look, look what I can do through you, Cami. But then he also wanted to remind me like that there's a, fe- there is a holy fear of God. And mm-hmm. I think I had lost sight of that. And where I, where I shared my faith story last week, I, what I didn't share was that my husband, he actually grew up Catholic. Mm-hmm. And so Stephen's, faith upbringing was very um 
he really understood like the tradition mm-hmm. part of, of faith. He really understood like the fear of God. He Which let a- me just say really quickly, because we talked about last week, I grew up Church of Christ. Stephen is grew up in the Catholic Church. My a lot my grandparents are still Catholic. My aunt is still Catholic. Like I still have Catholic family members. My mom yeah. was Catholic, converted to Church of Christ when she met my dad. And <clears throat> I will say that I think from having like a little bit of knowledge from different denominations and then even now just in my faith I really can appreciate the beauty in each one absolutely and I really do not believe that like you know we are called to condemn one or the other or to say that like oh you're this like you're Baptist sorry like I can't you know I don't really agree with this this and this like there's always going to be things there's pros and cons to every to every single one and there's always going to be things that you agree with somebody on when it comes to your faith and there's things there's that you are going to disagree on or agree or disagree. Yeah, both. Um, but I just want to say that in this season of like growing in my faith, I really feel like God has shown me that there's beauty in all of them and we can appreciate all of them. And it's, it's really, I, that's kind of what I was going to say with Stephen was like, I feel like it was really intentional of the Lord. Like for me, not really growing up in faith and then coming to know Jesus, when I first met him, I really did meet him as this like relational friend. And so I really, I had an understanding from when I became a believer of Jesus as like that close friend, that one that I could talk to all throughout the hall, like walking the hallways at school and like the one I could go to my problems. But I really didn't know him yet as like that mighty God that's going to come back on a cloud. And like, you know, that could, that even, even in acts, like we have random people that just like drop dead because of like the presence Mm -hmm. of God. Like Mm -hmm. to me, that type of like power and might, like I didn't understand that God. Mm -hmm. Whereas like Steven grew up with this, like God is, is distant he's holy he's perfect and the negative to that was that Stephen didn't really understand like the, the he relational could be in your love everyday. he could be in the everyday yeah. details yeah but but he also but he had such a good reverence for the lord mm-hmm. and so it's i think it's so like god to put us together and we used to totally. like talk about iron sharpens iron like we would get in like debates like in high school and in college about like faith and like God really used us to like propel each other to that next level. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because we used to really disagree on like a lot of things. And now we, I would say we agree on like everything theologically. Yeah. Um, but all that to say, I feel like God is really intentional because he obviously wants a relationship with us and he wants us to grow closer to him. I think in every season, he's intentional by bringing people into our lives or resources into our lives to propel us to that next level in our faith. And like it's never gonna stop like that's the coolest thing is like it we really do go from glory to glory so it's like he wants to use if we're open and we're like hey god like you were saying last week like god i want to know you more i want to see you in my everyday life if we really have that prayer and that open heart like he's gonna do it and Mm -hmm. he's gonna use different resources so the things that we are using today do it again again. We can do this all day. All day. <laughs> but honestly, like, again, he uses different things at different times. He's done it once. He'll do it again. So I say we just go back and forth. Perfect. Let's do our top. Love that. Let's just do our top three. Top three. Got top it. three things that we feel like right now God's using to propel us to Into know him faith. more intimately. Cool. So do you want to go first? You want one of them? Um, Sure. I'll cool. go first. Go. So I've shared this one probably 800 times with you guys, but I'm just going to do keep it. doing it. 801. I'm going to do it 801 times. So The Daily Remain, it is by a company called All Good Things Collective. They're on Instagram. You can look them up. 
Um, and I, you know what? We could probably do a list of we'll we'll do like actual hard copy instead of like a video. We'll do you can post it. We'll and post do like a the list, top three. yeah, of our each. of both of ours Love that it. we list. That way, you can you guys can have them. Um, but it's by a company called All Good Things Collective, and it basically just breaks down um, your Bible study into different categories, so you can take it a step further. Whether it's like a sermon you heard or um, literally just like a, a verse that you've been like reading or a book of the Bible that you've been reading and you want to break it down to where it's um, broken down in ways that you can really like dissect it and understand it a little bit better. It This Bible study just helps you do that. So what I love about it is it challenges you to like take a Bible verse a step further, whether that's like looking it up in Greek and like finding the meaning of it, which is where probably my Church of Christ part comes in. I'm just loving like the more doctrine part of the Bible coming out. I just, again, like I said, having a relationship with the Lord and loving him as a father, as a friend, as a protector, as the lion and the lamb, I it makes me more interested to get to know him more. Just like when you're, like you said, when you're falling in love with someone, you're just like, I want to know everything about you. It's so good. So that's what I love about this Bible study is I feel like it asks me questions that I normally wouldn't ask myself, and I can go back and answer them and just kind of dissect it word for word. So It digs you a little deeper. It digs me deeper. I love that. Okay, so my first one that I'll share is I'm a huge reader. I, I'm constantly reading like a million books. I actually have like three books at a time, which is really annoying to Steven. I, I can't. Just, no, that's annoying to me too. How do really? You, yes, because how do you know which, where you're at? Because it just depends on the mood I'm in. But it makes my, I have this backpack I carry around and it's always like stuffed. And Stephen's like, why are you carrying all this stuff? And I'm like, because I don't know what book I'm going to want to read. Book I'm in so I'm always reading like a fiction book. And then like. But do you not just read at home? No, I read everywhere. Like I will read if there's any like spare second. You'll open a book? I'll read. I mean, that's great. I wish I could read when I was driving, but I can't. I can't. And I don't like audiobooks that much. No. Anyways, it's an issue. But right now, all this to say, I'm reading a book right now and. It's well. This is actually more of a devotional, but it's but it's in like a book form. Um, but again, tool books, Christian books. Some authors that I love, Lisa Turkhurst is amazing. She has a book that I'm reading right now called um, "It Wasn't Supposed to Be This Way," and her testimony and her life. She's incredible. Ooh, Hannah Brencher. She's an author, and she's young. She's like I think she's close to our age. Incredible writer. I love like the the just the her voice when she writes is super conversational. I feel like I know her. Ooh, I Hannah Brencher, if you're out there, be on our podcast. I want to be your friend. We love you. Love I don't you. know you, but I love you. Honestly, I've read everything that you write and I love you. Cool, great. Bye, Hannah. <laughs> I, I, if y'all can't see me right now, but I'm like putting my hands on the mic like I'm like telling she's her. She's actually a secret. whispering to like, her. Hannah, Hannah Brencher, be, be my friend. friend. Cool, great. Um, so yeah, her her stuff is great. Um, who else are some other authors I like? I'm reading Letters to the Church right now as well by Francis Chan. Ooh, rocking my world. I think, one. I think too what it is, is I, I really like to digest books. So like yeah. I read them very slowly. Mm-hmm. So I need to like read a chapter of one book and then process it and then maybe go to like a different that type of sense. thing. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. But the book I was talking about at the beginning of this conversation that was more of a devotional, it's called 40 Days to Decrease and it's mm-hmm. by Alicia Britt Cole or Chloe. I need to look it up. Um, I actually saw it from Brooke Frazier's Instagram and I didn't realize it. This is like totally the Lord, but it's actually supposed to be like a Lenten, like during the Lent season, oh. um, devotional. And I literally started it the day Lent started just by coincidence, like coincidence. No, Jesus. Yes. yes. Like crazy. So it's, but I, I would just recommend it to anybody as far as like, if you're looking for a good, like devotional, um, and it's 40 days and it's all about like simplify, which Lent. The season of Lent, if you're not familiar with that, I know not every denomination practices it, but it's all about the 40 days leading up to Easter. And typically you give something up as a way to fast and just reflect on what the Lord's given up 
by his entire mm-hmm. body. And mm-hmm. which I think it's funny because we like give up chocolate and complain and I'm like, he literally died on a cross yeah. and was whipped and beaten. But it's cool. Did you have nails between your did palms? Did you have nails between your palms? I Absolutely know. no, you did not. Um it's Alicia Britt Chloe. No, Cole. I don't know. Whatever. Can't really pronounce we'll it. We'll have it we'll have it written down yeah. in stone. Um but she's like very intelligent and like mm. the way she writes, I just feel smart when I'm reading it. But every day she challenges you. Like it's kind of this just like a passage about what Jesus is walking through in one of those 40 days as he's leading up to dying on the cross. There's a scripture that you're supposed to read. And then she even talks about the history of Lent. But then there's a challenge, kind of like we give a challenge at our podcast, of something to kind of give up for that day. But there are mm. things like not to, not like a coffee. It's more things like give up self-promotion mm. or give up. Like one quote from the book that just rocked my world was she talked about how like in our day and age, like we love praise and we like, like to be worshipped let's be honest like even likes on instagram like social Mm -hmm. media like Mm -hmm. but how it goes back to one of our very first episodes where i told you it's like a drug it is it's addicting i'm telling you but even neurologically i've literally seen it on the today show no way yes it's it's acts the same like oh yeah you said that yes renewing a notification or like seeing a like is the same sensation as when someone, like, takes a hit of a drug. I know, like, that sounds crazy, but Google it. That's so... Wow. So she was saying it in this, like, one part of the book where she was talking about how, like, it's not that we're not supposed to, like, take those those things. Like, we're not supposed to be that... those Humility doesn't mean that we're not, like, don't compliment me. Like, don't say nice <laughs> things about me. But what, how she described it was, like, every time someone gives you a compliment or a praise, it, think of it as, like, a flower. And you collect the flowers, and at the end of the day, you take your bouquet and you give it back to the Lord. And you're like, this is for you. And that picture to me, I was like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Because it's like, you take it's these why things, you, do what you, you still do. have them, but then at the end of the day, they're an offering back to yeah. him. Yeah. So It's not for you to get the glory. Absolutely. So if you're a reader, um, we'll put these books on there. But I think, obviously, we've talked a ton about the Word of God, but I think that there is power in also having other people's opinions that challenging you. And I've even read things before that I disagree with. I was going to say, that leads me into my next thing. Uh, which is a podcast that I listen to. Cammy okay. knows this. Um, oh, yeah. About, yes. So I'll get some, I'll probably get some like, oh, I don't know if I'll get bad feedback. It's it's whatever to anyone. But so Rob Bell is actually someone that I grew up in my youth group watching like video. He did those like. Numa. Back in the day. Yes. Back Numa in the day videos. he did those like Bible study videos that like churches played for like their youth groups or like middle school things, whatever. And so that's originally how I knew him. And he like, I think probably in the early 2000s he was more known for his um, books like he did Velvet Elvis and like a couple other books that um, were pretty big sellers in like the Christian world um, <clears throat> but then he became super controversial because he said he didn't believe in hell or something like that yeah. I don't know something pretty radical yeah I mean there's like a, I feel like he was kind of scandalous like he oh yeah fact, he got, like he le- I think he left his church, church. Kicked him out. like yeah. I don't even know I mean I think he helped start um, a church called was it Mars Hill mm-hmm. yeah I think it was Mars Hill and um, it blew up. Like, it was, they used to have to meet in a mall because it was so big. It couldn't, like, hold the amount of people. Like, just this crazy, like, church blowing up. And this was really before even social media times. And so it really was, like, radical word of mouth stuff. Like, it wasn't even, like, promotion of, like, you know, on social media. Um, anyway, so I don't know his entire story, but he has um, a podcast now that's called The Robcast. And my husband actually started listening to it first because of a documentary he saw on him, something, and it kind of just intrigued him. And so then I started listening to it. And when I tell you that I have never, like, fully disagreed or fully, like, not fully aligned, like, everything he says I'm, like, not fully aligned with, but I don't fully disagree with everything. It's like I'm somewhere – things he says I'll kind of be in the middle or – 
I'll just leave being like, well, what do I feel about that? So something, something that I really love about his podcast is it's not my church pastor that I go and I listen to. And I know I'm going to agree with everything he says, or like, I know my beliefs are going to be in alignment with what he tells me. And it's more of like a, yes, like I needed to hear that today, like, which is needed. And like, that's what your church and your community is for. And I think it's probably even okay to disagree or to question sometimes what your own pastor says. Yeah, I think it's important like to question. Totally. But for the most part, you know, going into it, You've chosen that church for a reason. You've chosen which that is, church for a reason. Agree. And yeah, yes, exactly. So the reason I love um, Rob Bell's podcast is because he says he is very intelligent. And so he'll say things where you're just like, huh. Like I just leave all, each episode with the biggest question mark. But what I love about that is it makes me go home and ask the Lord and do my own research. And I love that. I love being challenged. Like he's, I think he's probably the first person I've come across that's like, hmm. Well, how do I feel about that? I think that? that's so good because I think the world would be such a better place if we were willing to like to go there, listen to, yes. to other people's opinions yes. and be like, hmm, yeah, what do I think about that? Totally. Like I never listened to it. And I think he, he, in his podcast, like he is very open with the things he'll say like, and so he never tells you this is the right thing. This is the wrong thing. He kind of leaves it open-ended like for you a little bit for you to be like, but you take it for what it is. Like you take it and go figure it out yourself because I'm not right. This is just where I am in my life. And so, um, yeah, it's just something that's, like, been super challenging to me. And it's, like, a midweek thing where I'm, like, yeah, I want to dive deeper into that. Or, like, oh, he talked about that part of the Bible. I don't think I've ever even read that part of the Bible. And so then I'll go in and look at it myself. So That's so good. So I feel like your second thing isn't necessarily that podcast. It's more just, like, finding something that's yes, going to stretch you. Totally. Out of your comfort zone. Right. And another thing on top of that I'll say really quickly is – I don't think that I've ever like grown more in my faith than when I started questioning things. And so, because like I said in the last, in last week's episode, when I'm like, you know, you kind of just go to church, like where your parents go to church or you just do what they do because you haven't learned like your independency yet. Independency? Is that a word? Nope. nope not a word. See, so you guys did it again. That's cool. Hashtag Hello, independency. Independence day. <laughs> Independence. I don't know why I added an E to it, girly. It. It's because I'm used to all my girly. E's at the end. Um, anyways, so all that to say, I just love having something that I listen to that makes me go figure it out for myself and ask the Lord what he wants me to do with it. Because there are things like, I think probably the number one thing he got him, he specifically got, um, I don't know, shamed for or like bashed for was saying that he didn't believe in hell. Which is a big deal. That's a huge deal. And I do not agree with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, I would love to agree with that. I think like, I would love to be like, but I, I, I just see it in the Bible. So I'm like, I have to trust it. But other people don't. Right. And that's the thing is like, I would, I would love to think that that's not a place that exists in the world, like you were saying. But at the end of the day, if I say I believe what God tells me, then I believe what God tells me. And I think love, love is a choice. And so I think if you're forced, like heaven is eternity with, with Jesus and with God. And so if you don't want to be with God, is it really love if he's forcing you to be with him? I don't know. Yeah. Questions I have. Again, asking questions. Asking questions. Love it. The good stuff. Okay. So yes, finding the end of that is finding something that you don't necessarily agree with every single thing, but something that leaves you asking questions and asking why, 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 why? Why? I love that. Okay, my second thing would be worship, which sounds really cliche. That's one of mine too. Uh, really? Yes. I love that. But I think to, to go a little bit deeper with, with the worship thing, for me, I've realized that, and I think I've shared this on a podcast before, but as a worship leader, as a singer, 
it's easy for us to like find those songs that we're all about and we like sing but I've really had to start to process for myself like what are the songs that I'm singing like what are the lyrics saying are they truth because what I I think I've shared this but like when I randomly had to move to LA and it was like not my plan I get out there and I'm like start dying laughing because I was thinking about when I was sitting at the beach and I was singing the song oceans because it's like at the ocean and I'm at the beach right and that was like the jam at that time but the lyric is spirit lead me where my trust is without borders let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me and I was like singing that to myself walking with the Lord on the beach and I started laughing out loud because I was like, oh my gosh, like here I am complaining that I randomly have to move to California, that my plan was not the Lord's plan, that he had a different plan. But for that year up leading up to that, I had sung that song probably over yourself. Oh, probably thousands of times. And I'm like, here I was saying like spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. But really I was like, lead me actually where I'm comfortable. Like don't actually lead me where my trust is without borders. And so that led me kind of into this quest of realizing like there's so much power in the songs that we sing and that is kind over of two- ourselves. over ourselves. And it's kind of twofold. Like as a songwriter, I want to write songs that like declare truth, that push people closer to the heart of God and also declaring over ourselves the truth of who we are as sons and daughters. But I also think there is something to be said about not just having worship music when we're playing it in our house or in our car as just like background music, which obviously sometimes like it is, but Mm -hmm. I think it can be a weapon when we actually sit and like process and we sing along and we're like, this is, I'm going to take time and I'm going to like sing this truth Mm -hmm. and I'm going to like sing it until my heart aligns to believe it. And Mm -hmm. so Stephen and I have started doing this thing, um, actually just the past couple weeks where there's, we pick like two songs for that week that every night we worship together to those two songs. And it's the same two songs for the whole week. So this week we've been worshiping two miracles, like the, I believe in you, you're the God of miracles. And then, um, I raise a hallelujah, which is so good. It's a new Bethel, Bethel song. But we've listened to those two songs and like we've both like actively worshiped to them together in our house, just us two, like singing that out because those are truths right now. We we feel like we need to like agree and believe that God is a God of miracles and we've kind of felt a little bit under attack lately and so like re- the hallelujah song says, I'll raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies mm-hmm. like and just like how I'll sing louder than my unbelief and so mm-hmm. just kind of declaring over ourselves like we're believing God's a God of miracles and we're believing that we're going to declare our victory because he promises it before we see it. And so instead of worship just being playing while we're like cooking dinner or when or you're like happy, go lucky. Yeah. Which is great too. Totally. I think actively engaging with those songs and having worship time as a family. And right now our family is just us too, but someday we have kids. Like I want this to be like something we don't just do at church on Sunday, but it's an right. active part of like well, and who it's we like, are. And it's like we had said, like it's, a lot of our relationship with the Lord is not necessarily always what's seen. So it's like doing it in your home and like your own like yeah. private space means more to God. Or not necessarily more. It means just as much to God totally. as in church or totally. at a concert. And it's really intimate. I think it draws Stephen and I closer because worshiping like with just one person is a vulnerable thing. Totally. But I think it brings us closer together. And I think there's an importance in the repetition of those songs because I think it's easy for us to just – skip to the next song and like go to our new jam. Let's go to our favorite one. Right. But yeah. it's like, what? okay, what are the truths I need to sing and declare over mm-hmm. myself? And I'm going to do that until I believe it. I love it. Yeah. So I we didn't like talk about this beforehand, but literally on my list is worshiping before you feel it. So Come that was on. my bit. I know. Yeah. Thank you, Because Lord. that's, so that's just confirmation. But I also like Cammy, just love, love, love music. I love to worship and I just feel 
very close to the Lord when I'm worshiping. And so one thing that I love to do is if I find myself in a hard season or having a hard day or just like I can feel myself believing the thoughts that the enemy is like trying to put into my mind. And it can be something so small as like you failed at this today or no one's going to listen to your podcast today or you weren't really a good mom today because you forgot about this. You weren't a good wife today because you didn't do this. Just like little – it doesn't have to be like this incredibly – hard season that you're walking through it can be even like small things that just you just little lies. just the little lies that you that because we're in a broken world will start to slip into our mind and anytime I like start to feel those I will immediately just put on worship music and use it as like a battle against that of like nope this is my armor and here we go like I don't really necessarily feel the Lord in this right now but I know I'm about to that's so good I, so, lo- yeah. I love that so your third one is worship yep Okay, so my last one is, and I feel like there's like a million things I could choose from, but um, I feel like the thing right now really that God's using to propel me into a deeper level of faith is really just gathering in community with other believers. And I think in the past, like growing up, like as I was growing in my faith, I think I had this like structure of like, well, that has to be church or that has to be like an organized Bible study. But I really think that God, like I said, with even with Stephen, like God puts people and um, groups of people around us in certain seasons for a certain purpose. And I, I know that there's scripture that says that he sets the lonely in families. And so God desires for us to be in community and in family with each other. And I think we kind of overcomplicate it sometimes. And so about a year ago, I guess maybe it was almost two years ago now, I was at this thing in my church and it was this like residency ministry training thing. And I realized that there was a lot of women um, in different age groups, but like close, close to my age. And a lot of us lack community. A lot of us were new to the city or new to the church. And so I kind of was just felt this urging from the Lord just to open my home once a month and just to like be like, Hey, if you want to come, come, it doesn't have to be this like structured thing. Um, but we're going to, you bring food and we're going to talk about Jesus. And so that was two years ago. And since then we've been meeting once a month and it's mm. so cool because, I, I live on Hope Street, and so we call it Hope Street Gatherings, um, but it's super just chill. Like, every week it's kind of like, or every month, I guess, it's kind of different people. Like, there's just kind of the same core group, but I feel like God brings different women, like peripheral friends of theirs at the exact right time. Mm-hmm. One of us gets up and shares, and it's just really being vulnerable and sharing, like, what the Lord's teaching us in that season. Sometimes we're like, we partner up and pray over each other. We bring food, and it's relaxed it's messy it's real and I think I've just really seen God in just coming around my sisters and just being vulnerable and like it's really awesome because some of us are married some of us are single like some of us are in our 30s some are like I think the youngest girl that comes like 18 Mm. like we're all walking through different stuff but there's no judgment of it having to be this like structured bible study and so I say this because I really was thinking like for some listener if you feel like you lack community if you feel like you really want to have like sisters that you do life with and even maybe listen to our podcast and you're like I want a friend like how came you and Amanda have each other I think sometimes we wait for someone else to be the person to put that structure in a place but sometimes God is just saying hey why don't you open your home why don't you just cast a net and say hey like if you want to come come over let's talk about Jesus you and don't have so, to have some formal training to lead a bible study no and so many oh actually that reminds do you remember the one I did in my condo before Tyler and I were married oh yeah that we we came it was like it didn't last super long but it was right after I just felt called to like bring girls together yeah. in the same space and it was like we it, it was hard because we all came from different cities there was like four different cities that we right, tried to true. gather from um but it's the same thing it's like if you feel called to it like 
maybe God only wants you to host it one or two times. Right, exactly. Maybe it doesn't have to, to be this huge commitment. No. Like if I had known when I said yes to it that God was going to – it was going to be two years, I probably mm-hmm. would have been like, that's too much. Totally. But, but he'll carry month it. month by month. Yes. And he'll carry it as long as he wants. Like you were saying, he brings different girls each time exactly when they need it. And it's like – it the the whole it's like it's so insane what God can do when you just say yes a simple yes a simple yes and, and we've done as much as like I feel like financially we've even provide like helped provide stuff for some of the girls in the group That's we've so like cool and you can all girls. pitch in we like, can all pitch in like we've prayed for girls that are going through really hard stuff and I just feel like every month that we meet it's almost like the Lord highlights a different sister that mm. like I'm like okay this time it was for them you know yeah and I always get stuff out of it and there's totally there's been months where like you know, I know that it's it's going to be that Thursday and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I have so much going on and I can just feel like wanting to say no. But every time I just simply say yes and I, I don't feel that need to like make be the house perfect. perfectly clean. I don't yeah. feel the need to like have, have a the spread perfect of food. meal prepared. Yeah. yeah. And like there's been so many times where I'm like, guys, I have paper plates, mm-hmm. like bring whatever you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. And my house is a mess and my dog's running around while we're doing it. And it's, and our house is small. Like it's not you know, it could be easier for me to be like, let's wait until we get our, our big house. Like we mm-hmm. live in like a super small duplex. But we're like, not guaranteed tomorrow. Right. But I'm like this, God uses it and no one cares, mm-hmm. you know? And I just think, so if, if you feel like that tug on your heart and you listen to this and you're like, I desire that, well, maybe God's waiting for you to just be the one be to initiate. That. Yeah. Be it. Be it. You know? Because a lot of times like when you are looking for that community or friendship, like you were saying, like you have to show up and be that friend before you can receive that friend. That's so good. You know? Oh, so guys, we be that friend before tons. you receive that friend. <laughs> be that friend before you. I feel like we make so many like cheers. We need like t-shirts or like banners. Be that friend before you see that friend. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we hope this encouraged you. Like just simple three things for me, three things for Amanda yep. that are that God's using right now to grow us. And we'll put all these resources on our Instagram. We'll write them down so you can actually just go back and read them and we'll tag whoever we mention. Maybe they have like another resource or whatever, like the shop that I got the journal from. All the things. All the things. And if you have something that God is using right now that you feel like, hey, like, I want to share this. Please share it. Because I feel like it would bless other women. Like, share it on your Instagram and tag us in it. Yeah. And we would love to repost it if Mm -hmm. we feel like it would be something that could be useful for other listeners. Totally. So I will close us out in prayer. Lord, we just thank you so much for this week, God. We thank you for another episode to be able to just spread your glory and spread your word. And Lord, sometimes we don't even feel ready or called to show up. We just think that maybe what we have to say or like the slip ups or the words that we make up, like independency (laughs) might not shine through or might not get the point across of what we're trying to actually say. But we just know that you are bigger than our grammar and you are bigger than any circumstance or any feeling of tiredness or weariness that we have for the week. And we just thank you in advance for all the people that will use these resources and maybe be inspired to look for their own resources um, this week. And we just thank you, God, for all of the women and men, or our boy babies who are listening. And we just pray for blessings over them this week. We pray for protection over them and just a magnitude of your goodness over them. Yes, God. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Woo, guys, I'm Cami. I'm Amanda. We're basically basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic. <laughs>